For streaming, creating, gaming, and more, power your passions for less during Dell's exceptional cyber savings event. Enjoy up to $400 off stunning laptops like the XPS, along with high-performance desktops and next-level Alienware systems, redefining what's possible with 10th-gen Intel Core processors. Shop special prices on top-brand electronics and accessories, plus enjoy free shipping on everything. Don't forget to ask for Intel when you call 1-800-BUY-DELL. That's 1-800-BUY-DELL. I just saw a um, a news thing that people are uh, filling plot- potholes right now. Yeah, unlicensed. Yeah. yeah, and they're getting pissed off. It's like, how can you get pissed what? off? Vigilantes. <laughs> Vigilante <laughs> pothole filler. Pothole man. I love that. That's what we're dealing with here in Indianapolis. So we hope life is good for you wherever you are. So thankful for you choosing to listen to this show. It is March 5th. It's a beautiful Tuesday. Yesterday we launched a movement, and I'm so thankful for all of you listening. Yeah. We'll talk about that here in a second. We'll also talk about right now the greatest ticket buying app on planet Earth Not even close. and the moon. Oh, yeah. And the moon. And the moon. And the moon. We've talked about this. Yep. Space. We're not sure about the other planets in our galaxy or the other galaxies in the, in the, the dark moon. side of the moon. Or the dark. No, no. The whole moon. Whole moon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We, we take the dark side whole as well. SeatGeek is the greatest ticket buying app on planet Earth because they scan all the other ticket buying mm-hmm. platforms to make sure you're getting the most bang for your buck. The best tickets available are being sold to you for the best prices only at one place, and that's SeatGeek. You use promo code PAT right now, you get $10 off your first order. Wow. Pretty good. Wow. Pretty good. Wow. There was tickets to get to a Pacers game the other night, 7 bucks. Wow. wow. Use promo code PAT. SeatGeek has to pay you $3. <laughs> I don't know if that's accurate. Please don't sue SeatGeek if they don't, but those could have been free tickets for you if you would have got on board. And Minnesota. There's a lot of things going on right now. There's NBA basketball. There's NHL hockey. Anything happening in hockey? Everything's happening in hockey, Pat. And that's hockey talk. <laughs> go to a hockey game. Go to college basketball. Go to a play. Go to a theater. Go to comedy. Whatever you do, just go out and live a little bit. You're mm-hmm. alive, but are you living? Go live and experience something live with your friends at SeatGeek. Promo code PAT. Get $10 off. They're a presenting sponsor, by the way. Yes. Oh, yeah. Love that them. means they invest the most amount of money into our operation. <laughs> yes. yes. So if you could repay them just a little bit yes. by buying a ticket from them, if you're going to buy a ticket, I'm not saying go out of your way. No. no. But if you're going to be in the business of buying a ticket. You go to SeatGeek because they're the greatest ticket cool. buying Correct. app on boys. Earth. Earth and the, the moon. moon. Mm-hmm. Let's get to the convo. Oh, Ladies and gentlemen, yeah. we, have a, <laughs> we have a brand new segment, please. Oh, baby. Of the week is that yesterday <laughs> we were trending uh, as a family here. Uh, kind of. All of us, <laughs> plus all you listeners, for like at least six hours when we recorded this thing. We couldn't crack R.I.P. Luke Perry, by the way. Yeah. Rest yeah. in yeah. peace, Luke Perry. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, couldn't get to number one because of Luke Perry and some motivation got us for a, wh- a while there. We jousted with critters, which I'm not sure we, any of us know what that is on the trending Fuck thing. critters! Possibly. I mean, I do feel like we defeated them off for a while, yeah. though. But honestly, yesterday was one of the coolest days of my entire life. Awesome. We really did something awesome. And, and I keep saying we because the listeners at home are a huge part of this thing. Oh, yeah, this is a sure. grassroots campaign. Uh-huh. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. 
Not one of us stepped foot outside, but it was a grass. <laughs> it was a ground and pound assault on the internet. Everybody tweeting hashtag McAfee for MNF. I am so thankful for you. They had to have heard us. Keep it going. Oh, yeah, yeah, they had keep to. Keep it going. Keep it going. Let's keep pushing. Our intel is saying that they are having a meeting today about it. Uh, Ooh, yep. They are having a, not about me, but, but about Monday Night Football sure. in general, I've been told. So it'd be nice to maybe pop in on them today as well. But if not, so thank for what happened at this point i've come full circle i was kind of with you on friday or whatever when we were talking about this maybe a long shot like there's no shot at it yeah Yeah. at this point though i feel pretty fucking good hell yeah yeah yeah. you kidding it's almost absolutely i think it's curing me i i'm still a bit sick i think you hear the entire room is sick due to todd being selfish coming in and bringing it to all of us thanks todd this entire weekend i was in the dumps watching Mm -hmm. the combine can't wait to talk about that there was some Really athletic, yeah, yeah, freaks out there right now. Yeah. That, that DK Metcalf character, yeah. I hope to be in the Monday Night Football booth whenever old Cuzzy <laughs> makes his <laughs> primetime mm-hmm. debut. I would enjoy that a lot. But let me tell you about why this ESPN thing is a long shot. Okay. So ESPN and all the mainstream networks, they create the big names whenever players are in the league, right? Mm -hmm. You can go through your head right now and just rattle off all the big names from each team. Like, okay, these are the people that the networks have pushed. Mm -hmm. These are the people that the networks have decided to cover. These are these things, right? I am nowhere near that, right? I am nowhere near that. I got zero coverage. Gorman can even attest to this. There was even a video on the internet of that me and Gorman did whenever he worked for the Colts (laughs) where I came in and told him that I am no longer doing... I would like him to relay this message that I will no longer do any national interviews because I didn't get any. Uh-huh. I didn't get a single national interview, not a single. There was one national interview, and the guy walked over to me, called me Matt Overton, and asked me what I thought about Vinatieri. That's a true story. Wow. That's Jeez. during my career. He's like, so when you snap for Vinatieri, is there any nervous? I'm like, who? I actually said to the PR guy for the Colts, I was like, ah, I get. I, I gave a full answer as Matt Overton. <laughs> this guy walked away, and I told Connie, I was like, I can't even know who the fuck I was right there. He's like, what do you mean? He asked for you and Overton. I was like, well, he's going to go call Overton me then. This guy's had a full conference. I didn't have any push. Self-made. Honestly, Twitter and the mm-hmm. people that follow me on the Twitter from 140 characters to now are the only reason why I have anything, anything at all. Why the WWE is interested at all, why I did any stand-up, why I have I decided to retire and move forward. Now, granted, Bob and Tom helped me out a lot, and my uh, foundation gave me a lot of like fulfillment and everything like that. But Twitter is honestly the grassroots of everything that I do, and now it could potentially be the reason why I end up in... In a booth, in the most prestigious booth in the history of sports. Life is a circle. Absolutely. Life is a circle. (laughs) You see, no edges. (laughs) No edges. It's a circle. But I I would, this would be the first time, I think, right, that the internet has had this much of a voice for something. They say it's undefeated. The internet is undefeated, they say. We were going to find out, I guess. And I want to let you know, to the haters and to the lovers out there, that all this hype is for a reason. Mm-hmm. When I get mm-hmm. in that booth, I will dominate for us. I want to yeah. let that know. I will dominate. This won't be a overhype, over push, and I will let people down. No, no, no. What uh, do we do? We'll dig our heels in the dirt. Yeah. And we'll oh, go yeah. to work. That's yeah. what we're going to yeah. do. Oh, yeah. Anything, we under promise, over deliver. That is kind of mm-hmm. our thing. Now, Old granted, yeah. number three trend in the United States for like six hours is number quite. Two on my phone. <laughs> Dig's <laughs> <Dick's laughs> ultimate team guy. Mm-hmm. Decided to report hashtag Monday motivation. It's a fucking bullshit hashtag. It's fucking fake. They do it every Monday. 
It's <laughs> not real. So, Monday Motivation didn't die. There's no reason for it to be number two. What did you do? You, re- you reported it as... Uh, spam. It's a spam fucking <laughs> spam tag. So Twitter rewarded him after... Um, yeah, they deleted it from my trench. <laughs> so Dix was like, oh, we moved to number two. <laughs> Everybody else was like, I don't think so. He's like, yeah, yeah, right there. Luke Perry than us. Like, uh, Monday Motivation. Uh, disappeared because I reported it. Because spam. it's bullshit. That's what it is. Doing stuff on a it Monday? Is. Nah, I'm out. Mo- out. No thanks. Well, we all thought that Monday motivation was going to kind of die off in the afternoon because everybody knows Monday motivation kind of only works in the morning. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Especially on Mondays. Don't get there and work beat you, Don. By the way, that's 2.30 being, feeling comes around. Hey, Monday motivation had some real fucking staying power. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Monday. Oh, yeah. People Twitter are cheats. feeling. Twitter cheats. I do agree. People were feeling very motivated, though, yesterday. I mean, that and on top of the uh, passing, you know, you you factor in some motivation with a death. You got a terrible combination there. Whoa, but dude. but we've, we've... Rest in peace, Luke Perry. Rest in peace. Rest, rest in peace, Luke Perry. Luke Perry. He, Plus, had, he had his time, though. Yeah, and, and, he, and you know, we let him stay at one. We've just that been was, hanging out at three. Diggs. Hold on. Wasn't Richard Simmons stole us? Yeah. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, fucking yeah. Richard Because they thought he was dead. Yeah, yeah. he's fake. He fake. Mm, that motherfucker, too. <laughs> It's supposed to be the number one podcast when we first came out. Goddamn Richard Simmons is fake missing. Because they were looking for him. Just hanging out in his house. Did they ever find him? Did we ever listen and see if they found Richard Simmons? I have no idea. The whole thing was a hoax. He was at his house the whole time. He was like, I was here the whole time, guys. I didn't know. Whatever. (laughs) He was just so goddamn rich. He was in one of his sections. If I become a Monday Night Football guy 10 years from now, Yeah. I'll just lock myself in the house with Sam and the dogs. No, never one podcast back, You guys baby. do a podcast about finding <laughs> <laughs> I'll keep the gate locked so you guys can, without like any yes. like real guilt, say, we've not been able to get to him. Uh-huh. We don't know where he is. You guys can do your thing. Got to get in that booth, though. Oh, it'd be mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. awesome. Hey, I, think, I honestly think there's a chance at this thing. Though. Yeah. I do, too. Big thanks to Sports Illustrated. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Hey, Sports yeah. Illustrated really came through and was like, I don't know if they were trying to troll me or not or what they were trying to do. I don't, but thankful to them. Thankful to everybody that tweeted. Shout out Burt Kreischer, too, friend yeah. of the show, came yep. through. Jim Golfigan, Zito <laughs> called him. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Zito was on blue checkmark watch yesterday yeah, was. for who was tweeting about us and giving us love. Rich Eisen got yes. in on the game. Yeah. Taylor Lewan, friend mm-hmm. of the show. AQ Shipley refused to tweet the hashtag, but Didn't tweeted out his it. support. Didn't know how to do it. And did it right under the tweet. How do you want? Yeah, Zito tagged it underneath there. Yeah. Um, I think AQ might not want Shinner. What? No. Wow. Because then when you, if you do a game, got a lot of stories about AQ. Yep. Oh, that's uh-huh. a great point. Uh-huh. You know what, though? John Gruden buried AQ Shipley yeah, uh, I remember that. last Monday. Was, yeah. Yeah. I think he wants anybody that maybe doesn't know anything about football. <laughs> <laughs> I, by the way, we're not pitching for me to be the only guy in there. Sure. Uh-uh. Three-man third, crew. Third guy in the booth. Third guy in the booth. You get somebody who knows all the X's and O's. Let them do all the boring thing. Mm-hmm. I'm just here to make this a much more entertaining operation. Mm-hmm. Monday nights used to be the Super Bowl every single week. People mm-hmm. would look forward to Monday night football. When I was playing in the NFL, even the old heads, we all talked about like, oh, we're on Monday night football. Like This is just a different animal. I think it's kind of obviously lost its luster over the last couple of years. It would be an honor of mine to be a part of the thing that brings it back to appointment television, must-see TV, the number one show on television. And I honestly think I have the capabilities to do it. And then you drop Hell information yeah. bombs on fourth down. Yeah, people forget, though, that I have a little bit of knowledge as yeah, well. Yeah. What else do you want? You got football knowledge, you're a master communicator, you're Thank electric you. on a microphone. It's, you. you want to make this uh-huh. show interesting and humorous and entertaining? There All it pro. is. Pro bowler, philanthropist, That That's what we, we launched that yep. video last night, the... Um, the 30 for 30 concept. Mm-hmm. Yep. Quite a team effort, by the way. Great job. Tell you what, if boys. this really happens, there might be a real 30 for 30. 
Oh, yeah. I think oh, there's probably going to be a 30 for 30 regardless here mm-hmm. if we kind of. Depends on how young I Let's just hope it's we'll not see. like broke part two. <laughs> it's going to be. That could be that. That's definitely going to be a part of it, no matter how this all shakes out. <laughs> oh, yeah. Everybody <laughs> knows I like to live. I was watching Epic Yachts yesterday, too. <laughs> Everyone's oh, yeah. buying them. Oh, Epic Yachts. Everyone's buying them. Everyone's buying them. They're hot in the streets right now. I've always wanted an island. Uh-huh. Yacht is pretty much an island if you get it big enough. Yeah, you just go to whatever island you want. Well, that's what I'm saying. And then you just go out, and all of a sudden, oh, guess yeah. what you are? Fucking chill. You're in an island. island. You're an island. Yes. You're an island all of a sudden. You're surrounded by water. I don't know anything about boats, though. That's the only issue. Yeah. You don't need to. You get a captain. You get a cardboard. You get a captain and a first mate. Yep. They take care of business. Yeah, yeah. Ocean's scary. Get though. a couple guys. <laughs> yeah. Walk out. Make sure you get a crow's nest. have a good time. It's a big ocean. A couple boat guys. You don't get a crow's nest. You're fucked. Get a couple security guys. Titanic. Pirates, dude. Yeah. yeah, a couple well, guys with the pirates are different these days. The They're thing to know about the same. boats no is you don't want to own a boat. You want to be friends with what? the guy that owns a boat. Nah, nah. See, that's different. That's, that's, so, that's, but that's if you're not rich. But mm-hmm. there's got to be a size limit on that quote, right? There has to be a point where that boat oh, gets so man. damn big. Yeah, that's my boat. Right? Yeah, 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 yeah. A big one. You want one that has a name and shit. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That saying's yeah. for people who like. Because it's like expensive to dock it and afford gas. But if you're buying a yacht, you can afford all. Am I the? I I hope I'm. It's a good, nice little exercise, by the way, uh, to continue to build your bucket list. Okay. And I do that when I was a child. I watched Wild on. Wild on, Brooke Burke. Shout out, Brooke Burke. I've talked about it numerous times. Rich and famous. Uh, Lifestyles of the rich and famous. Uh I watched that. Master P with gold ceilings. I mean, that's really when my life changed. Cribs, same exact thing. Yes. Yep. All those things. (laughs) So, not pit my ride. <laughs> so, you like the movies. So, we put a popcorn there. Yeah, that's going to kill your battery. TV screens on your bumpers. Yeah, that's exactly. I, I watched Pit My Ride. Though, let's uh, not get wrong. I'm a fan of Exhibit the Rapper. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Call it yeah, what yeah. you want to call it. I'm an alcoholic. Woo. Drink it if you really want it. Mm-hmm. Ain't got to put no extras on it. Uh, call it what you want to call it. I'm a fucking alcoholic. Uh, I was singing that when I was in like high school. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, those are the days. We didn't know. It was a banger. Oh, you just spend all your money at a bar? <laughs> <laughs> Bad idea. You should probably change that. <laughs> Anyways, um, that Monday Night Football gig would be really cool. Awesome. Mm-hmm. Very oh, yeah. cool. We'll be. And I think, now granted, we're losing all of our leverage because we're petitioning for it when it comes to a business sense. Uh, but who cares, man? Yeah, who yeah this is the Twitter American dream here. You know, it's a grassroots campaign. Yes, if if we get to watch Monday Night Footballs together, mm-hmm. which is basically what that is. Yeah. Mm-hmm. People would be watching Monday Night Football with me, a very smart football mm-hmm. guy, mm-hmm. and I assume Joe Tessator is mm-hmm. going to stay in there. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. So that's what it would be like. I think that's a whole new style of commentator. At that Imagine, point. though, if America actually gets to actively put the person they want in that position because they fought so hard for it. Goddamn yeah. election. It's going to yeah. validate That's going to change the world. It's, it's going to change the world. We're American democracy. Dream. American dream. America speaks. America. They go to work and they get their guy or their girl in there. It changes things forever. It changes champion. Forever. Freedom. We really did ground and pound this thing into, oh, a patri- yeah. Yeah. into a patriotic operation. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you're you're in the conversation finest. with the suit. And I you're mean, who the people want. It's not like we're fabricating this. Uh, you know, uh-huh. like we're... Paying this to be done. Zito only has this like five or want. six bots. You can't fucking. Yeah, Zito's only got five or six bots. burner accounts. Exactly. Maybe if ten. They only, maybe ten. That don't. <laughs> that don't matter. Don't Zito's matter. got a lot of fake accounts to build up his self esteem in real life. <laughs> oh yeah. Which, by the way, I've seen it's been working. A whole new Zito coming in here. By oh the yeah. Way. Mm-hmm. I think it's the food too, possibly. Mm, yeah, it's a hundred pounds more. <laughs> <laughs> That's what happens. <laughs> I would. 
Oh my god, the reaction. Because all the main networks were doing their polls, right? Like mm-hmm. the Dan yep. Patrick show did one. I wasn't on there. Hmm. Nope. <laughs> the first odds that came out, I wasn't on there. Wait, you weren't on that one? Nope. Pro Football Talk wrote, I think Florio even wrote an article. Our friend? Wait. Wasn't on there. Oh, mm. was not. A lot of people were doing things there huh. where they just weren't even, they weren't even putting like, me on the list, which sure. makes no sense. I think today, yesterday, was a day where we firmly planted on the list. Mm. Hey, right? take notice. Take notice. Take note. I know you see, see it. I know you see, see it. it. That's what it's we like said. Right? Meany, mighty, mo. Catch a tiger. Don't butt. hire me. Use <laughs> a bunch of hoes. <laughs> <laughs> I think I could add to the game. You though. talked about the leverage standpoint, but to me, it's like sports. It's like you get in there. We're, you're playing for the second contract here. Yeah, yeah you yeah. get in there. Right, you're going to show is. what's yeah. what, and then boom, the payday comes yeah. a little bit. Down. Maybe little even sign a prove me contract. So think about this. Now let's prove start. It. Let's start digging deep. Let's start digging deep. Okay. Monday night football, obviously on Monday nights. Correct. Mm-hmm. Okay. We get to said town of Monday Night Football Saturday, Saturday. live podcast Saturday oh. night. Yeah. Oh yeah, bang that's, that's a layup. Said theater in town or whatever in said town yeah, theater yeah. in said town. Mm-hmm. So then Sunday we got like obviously a watch party type operation. Oh, a little brunchy mm-hmm. watch. Yeah, a little watch watch the games on Sunday somewhere. I don't know when the research has to come in somewhere. Probably during the week. <laughs> and then Monday, it's Monday Night Football. So now we turn the Monday Night Football town into a celebration. It's a full celebration. Uh-huh. Oh, yeah. So now it's back to the old days where when Monday Night Football comes to town, hey, big deal. Huge hey, deal. huge deal here. Big Listen deal. up. The biggest stage in football has just come to town. Let's enjoy it and make the most of it. I'm excited. Remember when Madden Very. used to pull up his, his oh, big-ass bus? bus? Oh, yeah. Oh, I mean, it was yeah. an event. Oh, was it used to be an event. It should be, and by the way. It's going to be that again. Will be. Monday Night Football. Who does the song now? Uh, it's Florida Georgia Line. That's the issue. <laughs> <laughs> it was great when that guy sang. It's, was he? Who, Hank? Yeah, was he? he what, did, did he do something? Yeah. 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 Oh, <laughs> yep. Okay, yeah. so not Hank. We're not going to get <laughs> Hank. A perfect game. But like maybe, um, who's Springfield, Churchfield? Um <laughs> Churchill, Winston? Churchill, nope. Eric Church, nope. Winston, uh, Bruce Springsteen, nah. He sang with JT at the awards. Chris Stapleton, there it is. Maybe we can hit the new Monday night football. There's no churches there. <laughs> there Stapleton, no. I see. I, see I would like church. to cut a promo video for each Monday night game. Yeah, yeah but you, you know. Still need oh the yeah, song. oh yeah. Like to cut a promo, commercial or two. Oh, maybe. think of that, like in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. Me just dialing up the history of Pittsburgh. Oh. <laughs> And why this game means so much. The city of Pittsburgh's about oh, to go to war yeah. in Heinz Field. Bane came here and tried to tear it down. Oh, <laughs> it would be incredible. I feel like grateful is a good way to describe today's conversations. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Very, very, very sure. grateful. Very. There's something that Connor has been incredibly grateful for these past couple weekends. Connor, you've been talking about it. Oh, yeah. Every guy wants to last longer. <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah. But thinking about baseball doesn't always work. Nope. Never does. Mm-hmm. Alphabet backwards? Uh, Z and then I don't know. Z-Y-X-W-V-U-T-S-R-Q-P-O-N-M-L-K-J-H-G-F-E-D-C-B-A. Wow. There you go. You're here. Nailed it. You're here. That doesn't always work either, by the way. Because uh-uh. when you say it that fast, by the way, we've already moved past it. Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The folks at Roman, an online men's health company, are changing the game with their Roman swipes. The secret to longer, better 
sex. No more saying the Pledge of Allegiance in your head, counting backwards from 10, counting ceiling tiles, endurance in your back pocket. The quick way to take your time is the Roman swipe. Roman swipes are convenient, over-the-counter swipes, clinically proven to help you last longer. They're effective, doctor-approved, easy to use, and fast-acting. Sounds good to be true, right, Connor? Right. Well, Connor knows this. Swipes are the real deal. Studies have shown up to 340% increase in stamina after three months of regular use. Romans, 340%. A lot of Oh, yeah. That's a lot of percentage you gained. <laughs> it's a lot of percentage. Roman swipes will ship to you in discreet, <laughs> unmarked packaging, and each swipes package is small enough to hide in your wallet. Oh. What makes swipes better than all those creams and foams out there is the desensitizing effect will not transfer to your partner or numb you. That's good. And they're super easy to use. Just take the swipes out of the packet, wipe it on your most sensitive areas, and wait a few minutes. That's it. Time to go to work. Wow. <whistles> Sounds pretty easy. Yep. We got an incredible video coming out with Connor about this. But just know that he has been the case study, and it has the case has been proven mm-hmm. that Roman swipes do work. Keep Roman swipes in your back pocket for longer, better sex, and get your fast with free two-day shipping by visiting GetRoman.com forward slash indie. That's GetRoman.com forward slash indie. Shout out to you, Connor. Yeah, good for you, buddy. Hey, good for you, man. The wipes work. Hey, shout out to you, man. Yeah, that's almost 350%. Almost. Yeah, almost. You ever seen that movie 300? Yep. Oh, oh! Let's yeah. get back to the convo. Ain't no bitch ass AB no more. Oh, Ooh. rumors! We talked to Robert Mathis later in the day. He addresses that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Not for Diggs. <laughs> he was wrong. <laughs> yeah, you know. <laughs> yeah, you know. The conversation with Robert Mathis was really cool. Mm-hmm. Really cool. I think there's a lot of people pulling for me, and I thank you all. Yes. Mm-hmm. With that being said, a lot happened in the NFL over the weekend, man. Mm-hmm. A lot happened. Diggs, you want to run through some shit? Uh, there was a lot of winners at the com kind. Combine. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> We're all a little under the weather. Yeah, true. We the, are. The concubine? Concubine. Uh, so Metcalf was obviously a big winner. That dude is oh, basically yeah. T.O. recreated. Oh, that's a great comparison. He, he's he got a nose be, piercing, too. Or I saw someone else give a comparison that he did, had very, very similar numbers. Kevin White. Do, oh, it could oh. could go one way, it could go the other. Do they do? He just got injured. Let's. That guy got unlucky. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he, 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 yeah. Shins. Yeah, he's West Virginia guy. Yeah. I have a lot of respect. He was great in college. It wasn't. I mean, Kevin White yes. was a lot. Really, really, really the ladder. Out of WVU, I was like, this guy's really a lot for us. Chicago Bears, tough. Tough, um, tough, tough. Fat. I, is he the only? Somebody tweeted out. Is he the only person that gets his body fat percentage tested at the? He was the only one that was released. Let's, I don't think anybody else does. Like I don't think that's a real thing that happens. I, I've never heard anybody else's fake numbers. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm just saying he might have got it beforehand by, and his people released it. It wasn't a combine yeah. testing uh, of itself. There were sure. some reports, you know, where doctors were saying there's no way because he would be he would be anorexic. He wouldn't be able to function the way the way he is. All that stuff. So there was, yeah, a lot of reports that the, probably those numbers were. I got inaccurate. down. I got down to like four point something. Damn. Okay. At mm-hmm. one point, Yo, you cut cause. I think you guys have seen the photo. My head looks like an alien. <laughs> <laughs> I have the photo. I have like an eight pack. I think I have the. Oh, Oh, I'm going to lost it. Was if I have it, I will post it. Soccer stint? Yeah, it was yeah. whenever I was going to go play soccer. I was going to go play in the MLS because the uh, lockout was coming. So mm-hmm. I was going to go play in the MLS, and I had to lose a lot of weight. I also had to lose weight to get the THC out of me that I was being drunk. <laughs> <laughs> but I got down. I was like 203, and I think I was like four point something. Yeah, 4% they say is about as low as you want to go. Well, my head my head, it looked bad. It looked like a bobblehead. Like, uh-huh. It looked bad. I have a photo. It looks bad. I wish. I hope I still have that photo. If I do, I'll release it mm-hmm. today. But 
But that DK Metcalf looked unbelievable. Yeah, a lot of people were giving shit because his 20-yard shuttle wasn't good. I don't Twenty yard shuttle, he's not gonna be stopping ever anyways. That no, guy no, is going one direction right and they're throwing that ball directly towards that. Mm-hmm. The only thing yeah. I worry about that is they they said he might be stiff or whatever. Yeah. I didn't I mean anybody could be stiff, but it is something that looks like when you have all of that, that's a lot more to injure, right? That's Correct. why oh, yeah. I try to keep my muscles to a minimal. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Smart. Mm-hmm. Hard to pull a muscle you don't have. Right. Yeah. Right. DK Metcalf got all the muscles. Can't hurt fat. Can't hurt it. <laughs> Can't hurt fat. Can't do it. <laughs> Never pulled fat before. Not once in my life. I'll be excited to see how he works. Um, out. The DNs and linebackers had a really good day on Sunday. Uh, Quinton Williams, I believe his name is from Alabama, yeah. ran fast. Mm-hmm. Rashawn. He Gary. was the guy that said he didn't think Kyler Murray was. Uh, yeah. Never mind, right? Yeah, yes. that was him. Mm-hmm. Kyler Murray won the combine too by doing nothing, just, just by being five ten, five ten and an eighth or whatever, mm-hmm. and all the other quarterbacks throwing. Pretty shitty balls on a very regular basis. Yeah, there wasn't really anyone great there. Well, they say that you can't lose the combine if you're throwing, if you're a quarterback. We're just looking for you to throw. It's not that big of a deal. But then whenever you see (laughs) balls just ending up all over the place, it's like, I I think these guys could potentially lose the combine here if they do that. Yeah. Uh, Trace Mick. Sorely. I said this, I think, during the season. He's the next Julian Edelman, I think. Correct. It was, he was, that was, came out again a lot this week. Yep. Everybody talked about it. I want to say I have an eye for things. Another reason why I could potentially be a good analyst. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Ooh, I mean, something to think But about. he was like, mm-hmm. I don't want to play quarterback. Dude, just, just go play wide receiver and make money. Be mm-hmm. great. Like, what the fuck cares? All he has to do is get into a camp. And then whenever he gets into a camp, they go, hey, can you go do this yeah, for the yeah, look okay, team? Well. They'll say, for the yeah. look team, can you go do this? Griff Whalen was a safety for us for a couple weeks because mm-hmm. for the look team, he played safety and was doing okay. It's like one of those things where you kind of get in there and get low center of gravity, shifty, knows the offense because he's a quarterback, not a bad guy to have out there at wide receiver. A little bit um, of a slot. Yeah. A lot of people got tagged today. Clowney got tagged. The Marcus Lawrence got tagged. Uh, Grady Jarrett got tagged. Um, CJ Mosley did not get tagged. Wow. And uh, Justin Houston did not get tagged. So he might be let go. He got released. Justin Houston jumped us there for a couple hours yesterday because mm-hmm. he got released. Well, and then Big it came news. out that it, that, it, that was false. Oh, so we so got. I don't know uh, yet. So he, got, they, he jumped us for no fucking reason. Yeah. Uh, as somebody who got franchise tagged. Uh-huh. Yet another reason why I could potentially be good for the booth uh, franchise. <laughs> um, it's such an interesting feeling because you're getting a lot of money guaranteed, but Correct. you're not getting a long-term contract. So you know you're going to have to go through all the bullshit again in yet another year. Uh, but at least you know that the team wants to pay you a certain amount of cash mm-hmm. for real. The only thing about delaying, deferring the concentration on it to another year, basically. Yeah. It's like, all right, we'll concentrate on this next year. Sometimes, and not me, because I didn't really have any agents, but sometimes you can tell that agents are in people's ear, though. Like, hey, there's about to be, because whenever you sign a franchise tag, there's a, a period where you can negotiate. So it's like right before training camp. There's mm-hmm. a period you can negotiate. Once you get past that date, there's no more negotiation until another year, right? That can sometimes get into people's heads. Sometimes people can be like, well, if I get hurt this year, blah, blah, blah. So then they start changing. They start <coughs> I love Bill. Exactly. Okay, so. That is exactly the case. So yeah. you just got to hope that people continue to focus on the football as opposed to all the what ifs that could potentially happen out there in the world. It seems like Lev might have sent uh, precedent because Lawrence said he's not signing with the Giants until they get a long-term deal. So he said he's prepared to sit out his entire franchise tag just like Lev Belt. I think we're watching players start to realize they have a lot more leverage than they might have uh-huh. used to have. Yep. I mean, AB obviously is doing it because he saw what Lev Bell was doing. But none of those guys have been offered any contracts yet. We still don't know if this no. is a big deal. We still have no idea if Lev Bell is going to get offered a lot. Let's not. I mean, Kaepernick settled for a collusion case. Yep. We can agree to disagree on the amount of money. <laughs> I think it was somewhere near $100 million was paid uh, to 
I think $100 million was okay. dealt by the NFL for that to kind of make it disappear. But the Lev Bell thing, I mean, if you talk to people in football, I wonder if the common conversation is like, we don't know if he's going to show up, though. Correct. Or we don't know what player is coming. I w- and once that message starts getting around, you really don't. Because you need at least two people it's to a bad want to, message for you. All you want is two people to play. Mm-hmm. You need two owners, two GMs to play. That's all you need. You, you don't need 32 teams to like you. You need two teams to like you. And if you can get two to like you, then that's when the bidding thing happens. But what happens if that doesn't happen for Lev Bell? That's a bad precedent then. Yes. It's not a good precedent. <laughs> right. And this guy's saying, well, I'm not doing it until we get a long-term deal. It's like, well, the guy, it just happened literally to another guy, and you got fucked. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. I think it's going to be interesting to see how this all plays out. AB's definitely going to get paid somewhere, though. So he, yeah. um, rumor is that he will be traded probably by the end of the week. To the Packers? Raiders uh, being I the hope. front runners right now. I doubt it. <laughs> is that what your sources are saying? They yeah. have three first round picks. Well, uh, we got two. You know, yeah. a lot of people on the television saying this isn't a very deep first round class. This right. isn't a deep first. Not a lot of top ten talent in there. A lot of teams happy they're not in the top ten uh, from what they're saying on the television. But I'll be Kyler Murray to Arizona seems like Correct. a lock. And yep. then uh, other news is Foles to Jacksonville, most likely. Oh, yeah. Mm. Which we all knew was kind of happening, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. We all kind of expected that. Yeah. I mean, Bortles has never really been the guy. They believed no, in him Bortles for a little, but Foles is the one. I well, think. in her locker room, I mean, almost yes, had a true. full on mutiny because true. of Blake Bortles getting paid as much as he did. Mm-hmm. What if Foles goes in there and does it again? Oh, well, he, he might. might. He, he really might. What if Foles he might. goes in there? It's basically the same fucking roster that they went to the AFC Championship with yeah. two years ago and were winning at halftime or whatever and could have if they didn't just fucking swallow the playbook. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, maybe they swallowed the playbook because Nick Foles wasn't there. Maybe, no, no, maybe that's what I'm saying. I'm saying with, you gotta, with Foles, they could be right back in the same You got a pissed off Jalen Ramsey. Uh, is Leonard Fournette coming back? Has that been yes, decided yeah. yet? Yeah. Oh, what happened to him? He was hurt and he wasn't hurt. And then they yeah, he got in the fight. He had some stuff going he on. He got in a fight? Yeah, remember on the field he got suspended for a game, remember? Oh, Gives yeah. The bills? Yeah, I like that. Uh huh. <laughs> I don't mind when people fight, by the way. No, no, no. Yeah, get a little fire I, in there. I, I am not against the fight. If it's for good reason. Mm-hmm. Like, for instance, LeGarrette Blunt, I think, got kicked out of a game for starting a fight when Stafford got hit late. Yep. Yep. And he and LeGarrette Blunt were only teammates for like two weeks at this point. Mm-hmm. And not a single other player on the line stepped in to do anything except for LeGarrette Blunt. I asked Stafford about that during a production meeting. Uh, before the Lions Packers game, I've caught a game before. I got yeah. experience in this yeah. thing. Another oh, reason yeah. why I'm oh, yeah, good. I remember that. Oh, you commentated again? I did. I commentated a week oh, seventeen yeah. game. Did it that trend number one? On yeah, for like three, four hours. Oh, yeah, yeah, nothing right. online. Yeah. I forgot. Hmm. Yeah, but I asked that for a bit <laughs> in the the night before meetings. Mm. Which I think if we were to ask the Fox people, they would say I might have added a different, um, absolutely, a little bit of a different variety to that as well. Right. I'd, say, I'd say so. So it's not monotonous anymore. People are enjoying the conversation. Mm-hmm. I thought I brought up the Stafford thing. I brought up the Laguerre Blunt thing to Stafford. He was like, "That was really cool, wasn't it?" I was like, "Yeah." He, I was like, "That has to feel good." He's like, "Yeah, always great to have people ready to fight for you." <laughs> I'm like, "Yeah, absolutely," mm-hmm. and that is honestly. I like it as a person who yeah. enjoyed like good teammates and stuff like that. I enjoyed it, and I wasn't scared to put the helmet on if there was a little scuffle around me too. I'm going to get my ass kicked, but I at least got to show face. <laughs> I at least got to show face for the team meeting. Definitely put the helmet yeah. on. Definitely, <laughs> definitely. I think like Garrett Blunt, he doesn't care. Did he take his helmet off? He probably did. Probably. I don't remember. He probably did. He either had his helmet on and was fighting a guy without a helmet, or he took his helmet off. Uh, something ridiculous. He had a fight at Oregon yeah, where he was, took his yeah, helmet yeah. off. Garrett yeah. Blunt? Yes. Mm-hmm. The famous fight. Yeah, when he punched, punched him yeah. in the face. Oh, yeah. Cool. That, that white guy. dude got knocked the fuck out. That guy yeah, had yeah. no shot. <laughs> that guy was just bebopping around. <laughs> it's Boise State. <laughs> <laughs> Boise State. 
Wham! <laughs> if you get in a fight, do you buckle up? Uh, no, just as long as you have it on there. I mean, my head was so big, the helmet was pretty tight. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I used to wear my chin strap underneath. Yeah, like, yeah. Actually, as like a... Like, just has a piece of rope underneath because my head was so large. <laughs> I did ask for the single bar my first day in the building. Illegal. Old Froggy, the equipment manager. I walk in. They go, oh, what type of helmet you want, kid? You know? Uh, coach, maybe, he might have called me because that's his thing. And I said, I'd like the single bar face mask. And he said, what? <laughs> and I was like, the single bar face mask. And they had, had to call in the OG equipment manager above him. He comes down. Um, like, I'm looking for the single bar that snaps up and snaps down. That's what I'm looking for. And I showed him a picture of Gary Player, who used to have one in a couple of the old punters. Gary Anderson? Nah, Gary Anderson might have had it as well. Yeah, they all had it. All back. Gary in Player, you said. That's a golfer. Oh. Mm-hmm. No, there might have been a punter named Scott Player. Oh, look it up. White hair guy. Had a handlebar mustache like I uh, love that. Like uh the bike, the Orange County chopper guy. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Senior. Scott Player, you bet. Scott oh, Player. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, sorry. Yeah. Sorry about that. Scott Player. That was the initial by the way, as soon as I saw a photo of Scott Player, I was like, that's what I want. Yeah. 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 As I walked into the equipment oh, manager. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Great look for the dog. I was crowd. like, this is what I'm looking for, you know, this is what I'm looking for. And then the froggy was like, all right, I mean, we'll do it. And then the OG equipment manager was like, all right, we got to check. Let's give them another face mask in case. So I got this other one that was kind of shit. And then they came up to me later in the day. They were like, ah, got to get grandfathered in. I was like, for what? They're like, for the single bar. Yeah, it's been banned for like 10 years. <laughs> Nobody wants them either. We've never got that question before. <laughs> and I was like, oh, that's on me. I was hoping I could share the face off a little bit. And Froggy goes like, eh, with that face, kid, you should be wearing a bigger mask. <laughs> and like jogged away or something, like walked away. And I was like, oh, this guy's obviously a good friend of mine forever. But I did look for that. I did look for that. Because every time a single bar video hits the internet, People always hit me up. They're like, yeah. oh, you should have done this. You should." Mm. I legitimately tried. Like, first day in the building, I tried my best. It's just been banned for so long because it's, you know, no fun leak. No fun leak. Don't mm-hmm. want me to bust open my nose. <laughs> I can with confidence say that not enough human beings on this earth know who Scott Player is. <laughs> Scott, Player, yeah. Yeah. Scott Player is a legend. Uh, he Unbelievable. Has handle we should make a t-shirt with this guy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 We should do a, a legend series t-shirt with Scott Player. <laughs> yeah. everybody's, everybody's just staring at their phones and computers right now. I'm happy I introduced this to you. Unbelievable. Good call. Not Gary Player. Probably a relative, though. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Sean Landetto. Is he a single bar guy? Yeah. Uh, maybe. Yeah. Back in the day, they all used to do it. The Grammaticas, I think, uh-huh. had it there for a while. The Andersons, maybe? That was back literally when guys were creating the stereotype that kickers were a bunch yeah. of flakes, though. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So they play I, with no, no face mask. No face mask. People literally playing with no face mask. The thing used to snap down. You would have got Trenton Holiday's fucking helmet right in your fucking nose. I know. It would have been awesome. <laughs> <laughs> Get that J.J. Watt bloody mm-hmm. nose. We bounce up. The ref comes running over. Are you okay? Yeah, football. <laughs> Hell yeah. Playing the football here, guys. <laughs> Playing the football. Uh, combine, I, I did not expect... Sam hated it. Uh, oh, no way. Sam <laughs> fucking hated it. I was sick, though, right? I was. Mm-hmm. I have this cold. You can probably still hear it. I was a little sick, so I didn't want to move from the couch. Uh-huh. So, we. I mean, what's on right now? What's on right now? Combine. So she would bounce around, find something terrible, and I would try to do like the... Uh, you know, yeah. <laughs> like, come on, you don't even like this. And she would be like, I think it's great. Mm-hmm. And then we'll go to commercial. I'd be like, we done here? And she'd be like, yeah, I guess. I'm like, give me that, give me that fucking remote. 
NFL Network, right on. And then she would go, oh, yay, guys running again. And I'm like, no, no, this time they're jumping. <laughs> it was oddly fascinating. You do uh-huh. have to really enjoy football to watch it. Yeah, but it was oddly fascinating. Yeah, I'm thinking right? more people are watching. After I watched it, it was oddly fascinating. My lady I- loved it. She watched it all fucking day. Really? Yeah. Couldn't well, get enough of it. You're watching some freak athletes yes. do mm-hmm. some very freaky things. I mean, that was one next of my, level. One of my favorite things is is you don't realize how like fast and how high they're jumping, but when they put Eisen next to, and he's running six flat, next to guys that are running 4-3, and he literally gets 15-yard <laughs> head starts, and they catch him so much. <laughs> you get an idea of like how unbelievable these dudes are. Yeah. You know, I got um, somebody took a picture. Google has my 40 at 4.89. That's not true. I've never run a time 40 in my life. Mm-hmm. That is a factual statement. One time at a high school football camp at UPMC uh, in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, where the Pittsburgh Steelers practice. Walt Harris. There was, I don't know what it was. It was a, some <laughs> sort of camp. Yeah, Walt Harris was there. there. <laughs> they timed me hand time, though. It was like a yeah, hand time yeah. thing. Mm-hmm. I was going along. And I think the guy said like 4-4 four, four something, right? <laughs> and I just like laughed and jogged off. And then the next person, he might have said ran like a 4-2 something. I'm yeah. like, oh, this guy, quite a quick thing. <laughs> but I never, I never even tried to run a time 40. At my pro day, they asked me if I wanted to run. I said, nah. No <laughs> they asked reason. me if I wanted to lift. I said, nah. <laughs> what are you going to do? I said, just kick there at the end. I don't want to waste much energy. They're like, well, what if they don't want to come watch you? I'm like, well, I guess we're just going to bank on them showing up. <laughs> and then Mike Tomlin led the way down there and saved my entire ass. But I didn't, I've never run a time 40, so that Google is bullshit. Well, by the way, if you had, though, it would definitely be a 4.8. We're dropping that 9. 4.8. Yeah, I was a 4.8 guy. Not four eight nine. You're a four eight guy. No, I'm just saying if I ran and it was time, then they came up four eight nine. I'd tell everyone, "Oh yeah, four eight. Just like I would never of, say, oh, yeah. yeah, exactly. That's like there was one guy that ran the four sixes and they ran a four five nine. Four five guy. And hit sticks was like huge, or hit, uh, move the sticks. Daniel Jeremiah uh-huh. was like huge for him because <laughs> he could oh, say yeah, he's a four five sure. guy forever. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? Why are quarterbacks first year? Why are quarterbacks on the forty? I don't. I honestly don't know why are why are offensive linemen running the exactly. Well, the, the it, offensive linemen they're looking to the ten yard split. Oh yeah. Okay, yeah. so let's go back to the question: Why are offensive linemen running forty? Correct. Yards? You're right. They yeah. should run ten. Yeah, that's what, twenty. Right. Maybe max twenty. But I do believe now it's at the point where it's just all. Uh, it's like a. It might be for downfield blocking, though. I want to say like an ego thing, but it is kind of like nowadays it's like I ran this, I ran that. I honestly like you can see how explosive a guy is by the way he jumps, and you can yeah. see the way he flips his hips, and if he'll be able to transition into coverage and all that shit, you can see all that stuff. But I think the forty now is is literally just like a I ran a sure. blank blank, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. and he ran a blank blank like four three three. Obviously, a huge time for Metcalf, but I mean if you. Turn on the film, I'd assume he's just running past people. Correct. Mm-hmm. Where you yeah. can see that to begin with, you know? Mm-hmm. So I think there's some positions that's not needed. It's just like, it's at the point where it's everybody needs to get one. I need to get one next year. I'm going to train and run one next year. Let's go. Maybe we all Here should. Here we go. I'm going to train one. I'm going to train and run one next year. I think I'll be below 4.7 next year. One year from now, I think I'll be below 4.7. That's an cooking. insane thought. I don't it's think cooking. I've run in 10 years. <laughs> I don't think I have fully sprinted in 10 years, but if I train for it for a f- Let's go under four eight. I think I'll go under four seven five. I will go under four seven five. I think if I was to train, I agree. I think you can do it for yeah. sure. I think so. Yeah. I honestly think if I was to train, I have not sprinted in a long time. I almost pulled my hamstring getting up to take a shit this uh, week. <laughs> I can't even imagine how quickly my fucking hamstring would pop. <laughs> I, a couple guys get Snap. hurt every year, right? Running yeah. Oh, yeah. 
Now, how do NFL scouts view that? Okay, Ooh, so he's dehydrated. So he's dehydrated. He wasn't ready for this. Uh-huh. He went too hard pushing himself. Didn't think he was going to run a good enough time. Mm-hmm. You can start reading into everything now. You, you can really read into the everything. One dude uh, from Texas got asked this year. It was the craziest question that oh, I've heard yeah. from this year uh, if he had both of his balls. Good question. You never know. Is that a. There's yes. like questions they're not allowed to ask, right? That's it. I guess the team asked him this year if he had both of his balls. Hmm. Is that part of the physical or something? Was there some rumors no, about it? You have to cough. I don't know, Todd. I, don't know. There's a I think it may have rumors been like, circulating around. Hey, that, that guy's only got one. Could ball. have been a loaded <laughs> question. See how he'd react to that. Well, yeah, yeah. You got nuts, kid, or not? You know. Yeah, yeah, two of them. <laughs> one Good dick, two, two. two balls. I wish I had two dicks. Right all here, guys. Everyone starts writing it down. Right right right. I'll tell you. Hey, hey, you, uh, special teams guy in the corner. I think, yeah. Will you please write down, I wish I had two dicks? <laughs> yeah, so I can fuck your wife, too. <laughs> Is this interview done or not, boys? That would be a hell of a way to handle that situation. Yes. <laughs> hell of a way. I wasn't invited to the Combine, so I never got to do those question and answer things. Did, but, at Pro Days, yeah. do they do interviews like that, or they just talk to you on the side? I had a personality test from the Colts. Uh-huh. It was a written personality test, two pages. It was like a wonderlick, but it was uh, rate yourself one to this, yeah, one yeah. to this, what? one to this. It was very interesting. It was very, very interesting. They do that for job interviews, the normal job interviews. Really? Yes, like uh, office jobs, you do personality tests. We should. We have to do that if anybody comes in. Here. We yes, we should. Oh yeah. But I, I have no idea who would who would ever tell the truth on those. Do you consider yourself a hard worker? Oh, nope. <laughs> no, I don't. Uh, if the job isn't completed, are you the type of guy that would finish it? Absolutely not. <laughs> All right. I hope you guys draft me. Any other, <laughs> any other questions? It was like, Chris Ballard's way of doing things, I think, is probably the best I've yes. heard. Mm-hmm. Yes, oh, yeah. for sure. We're just going to put some coaches in here. We're going to watch film mm-hmm. with you, uh-huh. and we'll be able to find out from the film study whether or not you're a good guy or Correct. not. Correct. I was intrigued by that NFL combine. You know what I'm not intrigued by anymore? Mm-hmm. The AAFL. Yeah. Oh, boy. Yeah. Come on, gone. I bet you the combine, 10 times the amount of viewers than that AAFL. I went over to one, and it was like 3 nothing. I'm like, oh, good. They still can't play offense over here. <laughs> yeah. and, I, and I went right back over to the combine. That's I thought about great. that. I'm like, combine's going to end up on prime time on like, uh, it's going to end up on like NBC or something yeah. like that. Yeah. Out of Indy, too. It's Everybody go- wants a piece of that. It's going to end up on the main on a main channel. It's like, for instance, the game day prime. I talked about this last year. It was Deion Sanders, Ladanian Tomlinson, and I. F- I think it was just those two, mm-hmm. and they just did game day prime. It was like a, a wrap up show, but it was like in the locker room. Correct. I loved it. I listening. I watched it. They broke down everything. If you ball, you get to call the whole thing. Mm-hmm. I wasn't the only one that liked it, so they took it over to Fox main network mm-hmm. at every night they changed the entire setup of the thing it became a completely different show i'm worried the combine same thing will happen mm-hmm. they'll move it to a main network and everything will change because they have to uh what's that called when you have to back up something that you've done you have to validate. justify Just validate wait. or justify it being on a main network yep. so then some all of these new things will start happening mm-hmm. and it'll lose its luster but i assume it's going to happen whenever they see the numbers of the people that watch combine because a snowstorm by the way mm-hmm. there's a snowstorm yes so there's a lot of people watching tv over the weekend mm-hmm. in the middle of america which are the people that would be watching combine the most i think those numbers are going to be pretty large for the combine yeah maroon five just wheels out halfway through the <laughs> combine <laughs> 
<laughs> out they come from the bottom of the stage. <laughs> you know, hysterical. So Steve Smith might have had the best oh moment. Oh, my God. Steve Smith went up to that Tyree Evans or uh, Tyree something. He was a six foot seven quarterback from Kentucky, I think. Mm-hmm. And he was whizzing the football in the gauntlet drill where that takes a lot on the quarterbacks to throw good balls. You got to lead them in stride because they're supposed to sprint down the line no and catch it looking back different direction. And old six foot seven, because a lot of people were talking about like, oh, this guy, he's, he's tall, he's fast. He could be a, a, uh, like a hidden gem in this draft or whatever. And he was throwing lasers at these wide receivers that were running so fast. And Steve Smith, in the middle of this guy's combine, walks up to him. And basically, all they showed was his like slow motion look at him. <laughs> and they asked him what he had to do. And Steve Smith was like, ah, I was just looking out for a guy. I was letting him know, like, hey, these wide receivers <laughs> do not deserve what he's doing, basically, is what he said to him. And the slow motion of him patting a guy on his shoulder and like this look like, yeah, you're killing people right now, was in Chris. Steve Smith might have won the entire fucking thing with that line. Oh, yeah, the other one was better. In the shot about uh, Dallas tight end, mm-hmm. that was – Steve Smith Ooh, is – When they asked but, him if he was unretiring and going back, and he said, no, uh, I'm actually good at speaking on TV. No, he <laughs> – no, Something along those lines. He tried to get out of answering it for real, yeah. and Daniel Jeremiah was basically like just prodding, <laughs> just like throwing gasoline on Nizen's like, no, no, no. <laughs> Jeremiah's like, no, no, we want to hear the truth. Well, I'm actually good at this TV. <laughs> Steve Smith is good. Yeah, like yeah, he is. I like Steve Smith. I like him a lot. He's got a resume too. Mm-hmm. So yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's ready to battle Michael Irvin. He ain't given time, by the way. I All think, the time. I That's think how he re- was on the field too. Dude, he'd, ready, he'd go after anybody. I think yeah. he's ready to drop with with Michael Irvin at any given time. I enjoyed that. I would pay to see that. Also, this weekend, an insane documentary. Oh, jeez. Oh, hey. Hey, leaving Neverland was incredibly uncomfortable. Yeah. It was the worst. To say the least. The worst. I mean, it was very graphic, Mm -hmm. and they kept repeating the graphic nature of everything. Yeah. I, I guess it was to really drive the point home of what was going on and what was happening. Terrible was things, by the way. Through. Terrible, terrible, terrible things. Um, the Jackson estate is suing for $100 million against HBO for slander and libel. I don't know which one's which. They're suing. But those stories were very scary to hear. But, A thousand percent true, too. Yeah. Yeah. Let's not forget there were seven... Allegations. Hey, we well, don't, we you, don't want to get sued. two official court cases. One of which there was actual forensic evidence of Michael Jackson's fingerprints and the small child's fingerprints being on pornographic material. Oh, oh so geez. you have uh, dug into this a little yeah. bit. Okay, like old Todd, old Detective <laughs> Todd, you go, Todd has dug in. It is. If we learned anything about documentaries here in the last what four months, <laughs> what do you do? You get terrible parenting yep, involved. Yep, uh-huh. Uh-huh. You have some either pedophilia, sexual, homoerotic, or yep. pedophilia operation. Yep. Yep. And then you just openly, just completely dive into the details. And all of a sudden, you have the entire world going, oh, fuck. That's basically what happened with Leaving Neverland. Yep. The yeah. entire internet was like, oh, what? And it was crazy. There's another part two coming out last night. I'm excited. I'm to glad see Oprah's finally jumping on board. Yeah. <laughs> Because that's, I mean, it's a difference maker. It really is for her, for 
the African American community for her to jump behind this. What happened? Oprah is on. Uh, She's yeah. hosting like the after show tonight. Mm-hmm. Yeah, with it's, with the two victims, I think it's like Talking Dead. Like the, yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. pretty much. Exactly. Exactly. Like <laughs> Chris Hardwick. How do you yeah. feel about it? From the trailer, it looked as if she is like wanting to get this out because she is also a believer. Yeah, she's also going to sneeze out a hundred million dollars for that lawsuit too, and HBO is going to be fine. <laughs> um, it's. Michael Jackson should not be played by anybody no, ever that's again. That's what I'm saying. The no. fact that he, he this has been allowed to, like, that he still has a, a positive legacy is the biggest mystery of Germany, all time. there's an oh. entire shrine to Michael Jackson. Yes. Like an entire I, I, oh, square Still played on radio. People still, I mean. Oh, I'm stuck in the man in the mirror. No, you're not. Yeah. No, you're not. What about yeah. the kid in the mirror that's with you? Yeah, I told you oh, I saw the greatest Sunday show of all time. <laughs> Miguel, like he still has impersonators. Yeah. Yeah. Not, not me, Miguel. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. The hologram tour of him just a couple years ago. Yeah, yeah. incredible. Dude. There's a Broadway musical about him right now too. Yes. They're worried that this is going to like completely kill that. Uh, yeah, they should be. They should yeah. be. Yeah, yeah. yeah. but it, they said it's, it's going to keep going off without any. Like they they have no plans to cancel it. Or that anything. means they didn't watch. Leaving everything. Yeah, yeah, right. That was fucking I mean, tough. The Cat, hypocrisy Cat that America has on, it's like they pick and choose who gets me too, yes. who doesn't us. It's incredible to me. Well, how about Phelps grabbed a bong and five different sponsors dropped him? Yes. Mm-hmm. Rick Ross and other rappers literally talk about murdering people and selling cocaine, <laughs> picking up the same endorsement deals. It's like, how does that even, where do you guys draw the line at? I don't It's an incredible world we live in. Cat Williams tried to tell everyone about this whole MJ thing years ago. Mm-hmm. Years ago. Really? Well, you, you don't victim? climb trees? Yeah, that whole fucking stand up. Great stand up. Mm. Hey, we've Foxy and I met Macaulay Culkin. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, really? 20 years. Could have got to the bottom of this. I don't know. He's, hey, like the he's best part. Together. Best part of that doc was the very end. They introduced Macaulay and then the other kid, and they just put in for like three seconds that to this day, they claim they've never been sexually assaulted by Michael Jackson. Mm-hmm. After you hear. All of that in the doc, they just put three second title of that. Well, Macaulay like, Culkin, mm. uh, we met him. Yeah. Uh, at, at WrestleMania. Like 6.30 a.m., right? Was it like, yeah. I think it might have been like 6.15 a.m. Mm-hmm. Bunny ears, yep. right? He had bunny ears. I was just running around that access place all by myself. Yeah. I can't believe they let me in there. It was just, I was just running around. There was only one other person in there. It was me and Macaulay Culkin. <laughs> that was it. it was me and a kid from Home Alone. That's fucking it. Kevin. That's it. Uh, so finally, I worked up enough courage to go talk to him. And I was like, hey, man, can I get a photo with you? Yeah, sure, bud. And he's got these, he's got these fucking bunny ears on. And I take a picture with him, and he walks away. And I'm like, hmm. Yeah, I guess I'd be incredibly fucked up too if my entire childhood was Home Alone. You know? like, <laughs> yeah. Turns out, no, no, no. It's not from the Home Alone. Uh-huh. No, no, no. It's from Neverland. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I tell you what. Those parents, though. How about the parents just like, yep, just go ahead and That's go. That's what I don't understand. Yeah, you need to sleep in his room? Yeah, sure, it's fine. Go ahead. I'm scared to death of procreating because I don't know how I'm going to be, right? I don't know what's going to happen. But I feel like I would not do that. <laughs> yeah, I no. would not allow, and I won't do that. <laughs> I feel like that's true. Isn't also, it weird, though, now? Like, the, our world is so more woke now yep. because of social media. Like, when I was young, like, when I was... Connor's age, and we we're watching Michael Jackson parading around with these little kids everywhere. He's you're just like, oh well, he missed out on his childhood. He's he feels more like a child than he does an adult, so he identifies with these kids. So he's saying, no, nope, no, nope, just like the fuck them. That, that's what I. That's what I don't understand. <laughs> <Jesus>. <laughs> How about the parents getting faxes though? Uh, Those faxes were the most fucked up thing. If you like, oh, after the fact, I love you. Yeah, like yeah. How, how do you read that? And be like, oh yeah, we give it to my kids. Yes, that was creepy, right? Yeah. Yes, the whole uh, thing. Was the whole thing. <laughs> so. Leave 
Leaving Neverland was crazy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But we all watched it. It captivated everybody. Mm-hmm. Who knows what happened last night in part two? I don't know how much worse it could get, to be honest with you. Uh, <laughs> you say that now. Macaulay. Legit. I don't. No way Bunny Ears signed up for this. I don't uh, know. If HBO is ready to take on $100 million lawsuits, they might have backed up the dump trucks for Macaulay Culkin. <clears throat> that, that Australian mom is the worst. Yeah, to me, the, the way people deal with Joy? grief. Yeah, and things like that obviously is is uh, an individual aspect. But she was kind of like laughing yeah. through the documentary about the things that used to happen. The old Cuzzy talked about everything that happened to him, and then they cut to a scene where she was like, "Oh my god!" I was like, "Yo, the editors did not do her any favors." No, no, right here. Yeah. But it's real though. It's yeah. uh, But after watching Dateline, you can't. Um, you never know how people react after a terrible situation. What you were saying was accurate. The yeah, it's, it's impossible True. to tell. And then you, you hear things like, "Oh, well, he wanted to. He would give them whatever they needed. The family. He would take care of the family. He would send them money. Hey, if you're in financial trouble, let me know. I can help out. Like that's that to me is the deviousness of it all. Like, yeah. Think about if that was to happen in 2019. Hmm. Michael Jackson is shipping faxes or tweets to somebody in Australia. <laughs> Flying them to his Pepsi commercial yeah. shoot on a commercial plane. I mean, all of it is just such a different world back in the day. They didn't even fly so private. Different. I mean, he was sex trafficking. That's what it is. Yeah, he was flying people in. And he was never flying the same kid at the same time. He kept right. different, but Jesus. he was importing young kids every year. It tra- Joy said every year it seemed to turn over to a new child. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Michael Jackson, bad guy, bad guy, bad guy. Bad guy. That lady just tore apart her whole family. Oh, we're going to divide the family in half. We're going to go to L.A. and live with Michael Jackson. And you guys are going to stay here in Australia. Think about the neighbors. Go fuck yourself. Think about that. Hey, what, mate? Hey, That's a little cunty there, mate. Hey. <laughs> it's like Australia. That's their word. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We had an Australian punter at the Colts, and he used the C word. Probably every other sentence to describe something as that, yeah. somebody as that. Right. It's like uh-huh. a whole different world. Like think fuck. about think about Good the man. yeah. It's like fuck over there. Think about the neighbors though. <laughs> Whenever uh, we're getting a divorce, yeah. What's going on, <sighs> Michael Jackson? Uh, Flying <laughs> <laughs> me and the kid. Excuse me. We're gonna go live with Michael Michael Jackson. <laughs> my, my, the the singer. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. My dad, Michael. Yeah, it's no big deal. He wants us to go live near we're just him. Gonna so go live in can... Neverland. Oh, uh, it's an amusement park area. <laughs> oh, it's out in the middle of nowhere. Does he have? Does does he get his own room or? There's a train. Yeah, there's a hideout room actually oh. in the apartment complex. My son stays in the hideout room. I play with the chimpanzees. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> it's, fine. it's also an animal sanctuary. Yeah, that's. All. I'm wondering if there were any kids that were like Michael invited and was into and tried to bait, and the family was woke enough to be like, no, listen, I like kid, to you're think not going. McAfee's, by the way, I like, I like to think that the old Mac. Mm. I like to think that a I. W- that kid wasn't that good of a dancer, by the way. No, oh. I didn't think so either. Thank you. I'm happy I wasn't the only one. I noticed it. And I was like, the, the Australian. Yeah, one? I was like, he's yeah, all right yeah. for a kid, I guess. But... Not that great of a dancer. I, I would like to think that maybe I'd get signed there to the Michael Jackson promotion there if a video of me leaks mm-hmm. dancing as a child. Mm-hmm. And I would like to think Tim McAfee goes, ah, yeah, right. Ain't nobody going in that house. Right? <laughs> <laughs> and then the kids probably hate their parents because the biggest pop star in the world yep. wants to bring you in and wants to party with you. And you're like, why, why? And then you grow up and you're like, oh, oh thank you so much. That's Mom right. and dad, thank you. I wonder if that's happening right now for somebody. Guaranteed. I hope so. I, I hope not. Sure. Had to be. No, Foxy. No, no. Not me. Your country called bullshit. <laughs> I'm offended you thought it would be me. Well, Flor- Florida Fox. Attractive kid. You know what I mean? 
attractive well, kid. I mean, if he saw you, he would have. I'm offended for my parents. I should say. No, 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 that's what we're saying. Yeah, is your yeah, parents said no? Yeah, yeah, they would have put yeah. a block so, on. He oh, basically see, made oh, okay, Neverland yeah. like a country club. The one kid, I think, he said, "Yeah, I, I went and had my birthday there." Michael wasn't even there, but they yeah. just got to go in and have use of the facilities and the pools and the houses and stuff and just party there and hang out. It's it's, it's no like way incredible Jeez. temptation. <laughs> no way this is innocent, right? There's no way. No, impossible. No. Does it still stand the estate? Mm-hmm. It's I, still there. I don't, yeah, I mean, pretty I mean, sure he, it is. He paid off a huge, huge settlement, and people just flocked to see. You know, still after he paid out a huge. Well, settlement that, when, when did he hold the baby? Million, yeah, he paid off a family. Yeah, the baby out the window. Princess. Wanted, yeah, and that was when he hung the baby blanket off the yeah, off the, the railing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. that same time period there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so R. Kelly's going down. Michael Jackson's been completely gone. Now yeah. he's done. Completely yeah. mm-hmm. done. I think. Yeah, I think Oprah's putting the dagger in that tonight. So who else is? Not, what other? Or last night. Uh, like Genuine? Is he okay? <laughs> oh, geez. Hopefully not. I hope Genuine. You mean Pony? I mean, hope he's good. Yeah, like you yeah, think, think back to all good. the R and B. I mean, that's what. That's all R and B pop. Pop. R and B was a yeah. filthy, filthy industry. Dirty mm-hmm. game, sexual song. Usher, mm-hmm. oh Usher, baby. So, do you think if they did like a Mike Vick documentary, everyone would flip back on Mike Vick? Because everyone kind of seems yeah, to but be... Mike Vick went to jail, yeah. so yeah. he served. Yeah. So yeah. everyone's there, like, okay, there's yeah. a lot of people that still hate Mike. Yeah, Vick. for oh, yeah. sure, for sure. Warranted, by the way, for why they hate Mike Vick. But yeah. Mike Vick did lose his career basically, and yeah. went to jail. And mm-hmm. you're supposed to pay your debt to society. Good point. Right? You're supposed and to he point. did, and he worked his way back. You're supposed mm-hmm. to pay your yeah. debt to, and now he's an advocate for the mm-hmm. animals and things like that. So he. I'm gonna say learned his lesson. Yeah, Some I mean, people, I'm not gonna ask him to watch my dog ever. But. <laughs> no, no. Yeah, that'd be a bad decision. Mm-hmm. I'm excited to see that uh, part two of that leaving Neverland. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Too. I think they're gonna have the the kid who was held out the window as the as a child, right? Because by now, what that was his kid. Oh, that was his kid. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, I was unaware of that. How much are those two so guys? So you just said something that was just completely <laughs> fake. Well, I was just throwing it out there. I figured they might have that kid. Is that kid still alive? He paid a yes. surrogate to have, what, two kids or something for him? Yeah, yeah that, that kid and then Paris Jackson, yeah. I believe, right? Yeah, so if I had to guess, that's probably who's coming on to the documentary last night. You think Michael Jackson's kids are turning on him? I don't, think, I don't think the family's involved in this. Come on. I, <laughs> I think that's what it's doing. HBO's, HBO's backing up the trucks. They're oh, backing here. up the trucks. Because they, they need the trucks backed up. <laughs> uh, no, they don't. The but Jackson family? Yeah. I think they probably do, don't they? I, mean, I bet you they've taken the amount of money hey, look, making off of royalties. You're either on the Germany side of this or you're on the other side of this. Okay. So you better either defend the wall, okay? You know what I'm saying? Jeez. No, I no. don't ever. Well, you, you, I understand you're a Jackson there. family, but do you want to have the Jackson family name tainted? No. Or do you want to go on HBO and say, hey, look, we understand that the man who basically forced us to be made is a scumbag who did a lot of terrible things. I don't know about the Jackson family, but I will what? agree that it's time America make up their fucking mind about Michael. After this is over, like there needs to be a hey, big were... vote, and like yep. we're going to go one way or the other on Michael Jackson. I think yeah. that should happen. Yes. Yeah. On the internet's last night on the Twitter, I was following along with the Leaving Neverland. A lot of people saying that the the kids are full of shit. The two guys are full of shit. Really? Yeah, there's a lot of that. Are you going. kidding me? Yeah, a lot of that. Because the one the kid, the one kid did testify when, like, when he was thirteen or fourteen, he testified in the criminal trial um, that this never happened with him, and now he's an adult and he's on the documentary. So hurts a little bit. Him, but them just sitting there so nonchalantly saying the things that happened was mind blowing to me. Then we went into this room and uh, fucked. Yes. <laughs> yes. Oh and man, this room as well. We. Uh, 
We fucked here. <laughs> oh, no. Got a cool ring out of it, though. And that's what I was alluding to with like the graphic nature is they, they all told the same story. Yeah. It all unfolded the same way for each person. Which like, the internet, by the way, I would like to... It, the, inter, the, the internet is not 100% sold on Michael Jackson being a bad guy. Not, the internet is not always the right. a lot of people hanging on to it still. There's a lot. It's incredible. When, when someone's that big and that big of a star, you got to keep chopping. Yeah. It doesn't, it doesn't fall on the first swing. Oprah, by the way, big swinging axe. Yes. Yeah. Big swinging axe. And yeah. she comes swinging <laughs> yeah, that axe. Fucking yeah, ball exactly. Ball that tree fall quick. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> She'll put an end to it. Anything else to talk about? Huh. Uh, the WWE someone just got voted into the Hall of Fame. Oh yeah, Lonnie Tory Wilson. Tory Tory. <laughs> We're in WrestleMania season, the road to WrestleMania. So that means Hall of Famers will be announced. D Generation X is the headlining uh, group going into the Hall of Fame. Lonnie Wilson just got voted. <laughs> well. I thought I saw the Honky Tonk Man too. Yeah, yeah, Honky Tonk yeah. Man is also in there. Uh, the, the Hall of Fame speeches are uh, something that are absolutely electric. Oh yeah, they all go a bit long. I believe is the way to describe it, but it's all due. You know, it's like 23 years, 23 has to be yawning because the cold, not because I'm thinking of the Hall of Fame. Because the cold. Uh, Fucking Todd. We were at that Hall of Fame last year, though. Mm -hmm. Foxy and I. Yep. Electric. Yep. Some of them. (laughs) Some of them very electric. All of them are due the credit that they are receiving. Uh But I think there should be some self-awareness. Now, I should never talk to anybody that has been in the WWE for 20, 30 years and is going into the Hall of Fame. Mm-hmm. But I just like the awards thing. I, I always think, like, hey, this should be entertaining. Like, hey, entertainment, entertainment. A lot of thanks, a lot of hard hours, and a lot of hard miles. It's a, it's a very grueling business. I understand that. But I, I enjoy the Hall of Fame. And I would like to continue to enjoy the Hall of Fame. Mm-hmm. But man, that's six, seven hours worth of speeches. I can't do. I cannot do. I just got too much ADD. There ain't enough vitamins on earth for me to sit through six, seven hours. Of similar, to, similar to Pro Football Hall of Fame speeches. Yes, exactly. It's very similar to that. And, and maybe it's like, for instance, Pro Football Hall of Fame. I, I don't know. I don't know whose fault that is. Uh-huh. I think somebody should. There's self-awareness that has to happen. But also maybe there's too many people going in. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Oh, by the way, I'm dying. (laughs) (laughs) The show's about over. Um, The Hall of Fame, Road to WrestleMania, Hall of Fame thing is cool because you hear about old time. It it brings up such a nostalgia feeling that you can't get. Mm -hmm. Very excited to see who else gets in there. Maybe we'll get in there one day, by the way. Yeah. Hell yeah. So Maybe we'll get in there one day. For sure. First conversation with Michael Cole. Michael Cole, face-to-face interview. Not interview, conversation. So how do you see this all going? I said, uh, Mr. Cole, I plan on being in the WWE Hall of Fame. And he laughed and said, all right, let's figure out how we can do that. <laughs> and I was like, my man, I know I won't get into the NFL Hall of Fame, but WWE Hall of Fame would be very nice. And he just laughed, and that's how our relationship has started and has been since then. We have figured out a way for me to potentially get into the NFL Hall of Fame. We'll see if that all works out. You could also <laughs> yeah. get into it as a player announcer. Yep. that's There's a lot of uh, potential, but currently the way we're sitting, it's looking tough. If Andrew <laughs> and James can't get in, I think we're looking at a quite a tough road. There's going to have to be more uh, to it, which we'll see how it goes. But, man, I'm pumped for life and thankful for all of you. Very, very much so. Mm-hmm. This next guy. It was a great guest. I think you're going to enjoy this. But first, before we get to this incredible guest, Mm -hmm. I want to let you know that I love that Dollar Shave Club has everything I need to look, feel, and smell my best. I can't smell much right now because the nose. Right. (laughs) Mm -hmm. But I know that other people are smelling me, Mm -hmm. and they're like, yo, that guy, 
smells the best. The yeah. best. That he's ever smelled. Smell good. Of all and it time. gives you confidence when you know that. Like Zito walks into a room, nobody's going to say that's the best smelling person on earth, no, but you not. will definitely say if you're around him a lot, be like, that's the best smelling Zito I've Correct. ever seen. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you very much. Well, like, I don't want to throw up right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's an improvement. Today I did have to throw up though mm-hmm. because he didn't have his Dollar yeah, Shave Club oh, spray yeah. on. Oh, yeah. See, it's true. I threw it on. I was good. And what I love even more is the fact that I never have to go to a store. That's because one, DSC. Are you down with DSC? Yeah, yeah you, you know, know me. DSC delivers everything I need right to my door. And two, they keep me fully stocked on what I use so I don't run out. Here's how it works. DSC. Yeah, you, yeah, know, you know me. me. Bad setup by me there. <laughs> Dollar Shave Club has everything you need to get ready, no matter what you're getting ready for. They have you covered from head to toe for your hair, your skin, your face. You name it, they have it. And they have this new program where they automatically keep you stocked up on the products that you use. You determine what you want and when you want it, and it shows up right at your door from once a month to once every six months, which I think is what Zito's been using. Yeah, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. definitely. You. That's what I do with the toothpaste. Mm-hmm. I'm a once every three week guy for the two spots. Yeah, yeah, really? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, I mean, there's a little bit down to bottom, but I don't want to have to work for it and roll it out. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Okay, yeah, yeah, I do. yeah, and DSC takes care of me for that. Yeah, they got a lot of sure. things, though, that ship right to the door and they can take care of you. Right now, they've got a bunch of starter sets you can try for just $5, like their oral care kit. After that, the restock box ships regular size products at regular price. So, what are you waiting for? Get your starter set for just $5 right now at dollarshaveclub.com slash America. That's dollarshaveclub.com slash America. Applying for a loan is a lot like applying for a job that you don't get to interview for. Yep. Instead, loan companies make their decisions based off your credit score and history without getting to know the whole you. Just get to know me. It's rude. Now, thanks to Upstart.com, and it never has to be that way again. Upstart is revolutionizing the way you borrow money by rewarding you for your job experience and education in the form of a smarter interest Right. Yep. Okay. There we go. Mm-hmm. Okay. Back in the day, you miss one payment for something else, all of a sudden your credit score is fucked forever. Not good. Oh, you can't man. get money, and whenever you do go get money, what do they do? They take advantage of you uh, because your huh. interest rate and your credit score is something that they can just take advantage of. Mm-hmm. Upstart said, no, no, no. Unlike traditional credit underwriting, which could be biased against people with a short credit history, Upstart goes beyond the traditional FICO score when assessing your credit worthiness. I'll recognize that it. was worthy. Thank you. In my head, I was oh, like, yeah, me too. hell of a sentence. This head too. Yeah. yeah. Thank you. Appreciate that. Upstart believes you're more than just your credit score. They make it fast, simple, and easy to check your rate in less than two minutes without affecting your current credit score. The best part, once your loan is approved, the funds will be transferred to you the very next, next business day. day. Wow. Ooh. Gorman, have you used this? Never, but I like the company a lot and they just take care of their peeps. Over 100,000 people have used Upstart to pay off credit cards, student loans, fund their wedding, or to make a large purchase. Free yourself from the burden of high interest credit card debt by consolidating everything in a one monthly payment with your friends at Upstart. Mm-hmm. See why Upstart is ranked number one in their category with over 300 businesses on Trustpilot and hurry to upstart.com slash heartland to find out how low your Upstart rate is. Or is that supposed to be how low? How low? Upstart. That's the actual song. Yes. Oh, I know. Oh, I know. That's that was the, the upstart song. He's young. He's young. He's That's young. the uh, young. whisper song. Oh. He's young. For your burden of high interest at upstart.com slash heartland to find out how low your upstart rate is. <laughs> Checking your rate only takes two minutes and won't affect your credit. That's upstart.com slash heartland. Now time for a Hall of Fame guest.
ladies and gentlemen. Joining us now is a surefire Hall of Famer, a man who changed the game of football whenever he started lining up at pass rusher. He's a Super Bowl champion, a five-time Pro Bowler, first-team All-Pro, second-team All-Pro, AFC Defensive Player of the Year, led the league in sacks in 2013. Listen to this. 527 total tackles in the NFL, 123 sacks, 52 forced fumbles. Now he's a pass rushing consultant for the Indianapolis Colts. Ladies and gentlemen, number 98, Robert Mathis. Man, that was a hell of an intro, man. I might need to hire you hey, permanently. I got you, dog. You got a hell of a resume. And also, you're starting off this thing called Gridiron Gang with former teammate of I, Daniel Muir, which is football training. I'm excited to hear about that. But let's dive right into the NFL. The Combine just happened here in Indianapolis. You're an Indianapolis hero with the Colts. I assume when you were coming out of college, out of A&M down there in Alabama, uh, you were not invited to the Combine. Is that accurate? I was not a combine invitee. <laughs> okay, so so your pro day happens, and the Colts work you out, I assume, and Bill Polian says, you know what, that little guy from Alabama A&M looks like he could be a monster on the end for us. Yeah, I wish it had, I wish it had went down like that, but uh, <laughs> my, my pro day was actually a favor to my agent, and so I owe him a lot, and I'm still with him this day, but uh, it was, I got the opportunity, man. I had to make the most of it, like, seriously. <laughs> what did you run your 40 in? I had a, a 4.5-1. Uh, Jesus. Woo. So those numbers would still hold up right now. If you were to go to the combine right now, not not that you would run a 4.5-1 now, but if you were to run a 4.5-1 right now, the world would turn their head at, at Robert Mathis, I would assume. Uh, yeah, but these guys, they're humming, man. I, I think I, see, I saw a guy that ran a 4.4-1. Something like that, like, oh, man, a big dude, basketball-looking, player-looking dude, power forward. Okay, so that was actually a comment of the weekend, is that everybody's much faster. It looks like there's a lot more basketball bodies happening at tight end and at defensive end. What is your take on, like, the transition of what football players are becoming and what football is becoming? Well, I'd like to think Freenia and I had a little bit, a little part to play in that. Uh, we kind of ushered in the smaller, more speedier-type defensive end or edge rusher type of type of guy but it was yeah i'm loving it man but it's bigger faster stronger that's always been the battle cry of the nfl (laughs) so you are coaching now at the nfl have you enjoyed that process and is a guy like darius leonard the people that make you come into work the next day and just be excited about it yeah man i'm i'm very happy because our background is 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 eerily similar He's a he's a cute dog. Er, er. <laughs> small, 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 small suit, HBC, and uh, he had to get it. He has that chip on his shoulder, man, and, and it drives him. And he, he's a humble kid, so he he definitely definitely makes it worthwhile coming in. I think anybody who thinks of the Indianapolis Colts. Outside of Indianapolis. They obviously think of Peyton Manning and his big forehead first. They're like, okay, that guy, that guy, Peyton Manning did it. Then they start thinking of, a, and they have to think of 98-93 Boulevard that you should just meet at fucking quarterbacks on a regular basis. Did you and Freeney used to compete to who could get to the quarterback first? And when did you guys realize that you were a real tag team that nobody could really fuck with? There was always 
by the way, it's 9893 Bring the Heat Boulevard. So <laughs> get it right, keep it right. All right, sir. But uh, That's on me. That's on me. Too many vitamins. After, uh, it was my fourth season, his fifth. We 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 just hey man, we kind of we got some going here as far as like a the duo. But it was always I had to earn my seat at the, at the table, man. He was he was humming. He was uh, he was he had the respect around the league, and I just really had to I had to earn earn my seat, man. So it was that solid competition. It was never hate. It was like he got a sack early. It was like damn, I gotta I gotta tighten up. I gotta get there. <laughs> but it was. <laughs> I uh I was his biggest cheerleader and and uh, and he was mine. But it was ultimately get to this quarterback, and we certainly stole a lot of sacks from each other. And I believe he would he would be in that two hundred range if it weren't for myself. <laughs> well, I mean, I think for both of you though, you helped because they couldn't double chip, they couldn't chip on both sides. So I think it was a a nice setup for both of you. Whenever you're a DN, Dwight Freeney was on NFL Network and he compared a guy to you because he had so much. Speed. Speed. What are you trying to do? You're trying to get off the ball faster than the tackle. Is that just the key to the game, point blank period? And what are little tips or tricks to be able to do that? Do you study the quarterback's rhythm? Do you study his cadence? Do you study the center? What do you do? Oh man, that's it. It, it starts with get off, and uh, anything moves on an offensive line or anybody on that line because once they get set they're not supposed to move but they do but the referees don't see it because they're behind the quarterback and that's another story <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> but no it's every anything that moves or twitch you let it burn because the game is speed so you try to do you study whatever you do to try to get an edge and film study uh, uh pre-snap reads post-snap reads uh any type of conversations going on between the tight end and an offensive tackle to indicate pass. It's, it's a lot, a lot that goes in it, but all, all needs to happen within that, that 30 to 40 second span each, each play. I think I learned from watching you and Freeney is that it really is a chess game. Like, uh, uh, Freeney was talking how he would set people up. He's like, all right, I'll give this guy a power, a power, a power, and he thinks it's all of the coming the entire time, and then whammy, out of nowhere, the figure skating <laughs> spin move, the fucking uh, sports <laughs> science that Dwight Freeney had. Uh, but is it, really, is it that much thinking going on and that much strategizing happening between the tackle and the D-end at all times? It, well, yeah, yeah, in a, in a sense, because you you tend you want to do all your thinking during the week and uh and pre snaps so when you get the get the huddle call and you want to do all your thinking then and when the snap though when that ball is snapped no more thinking it's, it's all due it's all due so you just go just go let it rip man <laughs> and trust what you trust your preparation strip sack on Peyton Manning uh, led to a touchdown I believe for Eric Walden I think is that the biggest sack of your career. Hell no. Okay. <laughs> okay. I am so sorry. I had no idea. I thought that might be your favorite one. If that isn't, if I'm wrong there, just, nah, just let nah. That's on me. I, I, that's I think that's probably, honestly, that's probably the most popular one, but it's definitely Tom Brady <laughs> all day. <laughs> <laughs> How come? Because you're in Indianapolis cold or just because Tom Brady going to be the greatest football player of all time whenever he's done? Uh, A and B. <laughs> hey, hey man i got it i got in there no no that's that, that whole robbery man it, it, it was i feel it was the greatest robbery of all time but 
I, yeah, it was more Brady versus Manning, but I think everybody else had a little something to do with it. Even the guy that blew up the kick return on the sideline. <laughs> you know, Denver game. <laughs> yeah, just, it's just a, a kicker-punter guy. <laughs> yeah, <it'd be> easy. <laughs> uh, no, but I was going to say this. Uh, was, I came in at the tail end of that, uh, the rivalry with the Patriots, and that was a real thing. That was a an awesome run. And now, granted, here in the last couple of years, it's been a pretty bad performance. It's been one-way street uh, there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But back in the day, yeah. those games were awesome. I mean, I feel like that original regime, the Polian regime, that team, the way business was handled was much different than towards the end of my career. And you don't have to say anything, and I won't say anything else about that either. But are you seeing that it's kind of getting back on track in that Colts building? I feel like the building kind of lost its mojo there for a while. Is the Colts building kind of getting back on the right path? Absolutely, man. Uh, Ballard, he's him and him and Frank, man, I I love the future for, for this Colts organization because – these two guys, they they get it, man, and they they get it, and they are all and they you know they work together. They're in in sync, and it's it's kind of it's it's awesome seeing what they're doing, man, to see how they work together. What's your future look like? Because right now you're a pass rush consultant for the Colts, uh, which could mean a a number of things. That that means that they just have you basically in their umbrella, hoping that you share wisdom with anybody on the defense, also the pass rushers, obviously. Is coaching something you want to get into and you've enjoyed, or are you going to move forward into entrepreneurial stuff? What are you thinking? Yeah, I like I like development, and I like guys that, that, that hate quarterbacks. <laughs> <laughs> and, um, you know, those are guys close to my own heart, but it's whatever, wherever the wind blows, blows me. And so <laughs> I just – I just want to teach guys what I what I was taught, and uh, to carry the torch, man. Really, the um, the NFL has gotten softer on quarterbacks. Uh, your thoughts? <laughs> True. <laughs> but uh, it's, it's, I think, man, they, it, it needs to be addressed, honestly, because you, you can't play football, you can't tackle them, so. You're gonna get me going off on a tangent, man. Go! I don't I want, think you you can shut off, man. Well, <laughs> hey, we got an editor. Uh, honestly, if you go too far, we can take it back. But honestly, I think it's something that should be talked about because fantasy numbers are up, scoring's up, the rate of play is faster. They're saying they're keeping quarterbacks healthier. There's a, all this spin zone towards why a quarterback friendly rule system should be the way the NFL is. But there's an entire group of men who are making money trying to make plays on the other side of that that I feel like get forgotten a bit whenever these rules get talked about. It, yeah, it's, it, it's a domino effect in every sense of the word because these guys are getting fined. You get you go tackle the quarterback and you get a flag and you get fined and it's a it's a catch-22 because they're doing what they're coached to do. So if you don't go, if you don't tackle this quarterback the way you're told to, you may get cut. But if you tackle them, you're going to get fired. <laughs> and so what, what are you to do? I don't know, honestly. I have no idea. That's why I prefer to just go helmet to helmet. That was people. a trick question. <laughs> <laughs> That's why I just want helmet to helmet, Robert. You saw me. Oh, man. <laughs> it's, yeah. It's, I mean, it's, hey, you have to be a special player now. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Who's the best player in the NFL right now? Uh. Darius Leonard. <laughs> no, I'll go. I'll go. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm going pass rusher. Aaron Donald. 
Do you mm-hmm. is he something that uh, other pass rushers watch and say, you know what? A lot of respect for that. I would assume, Robert, you're going to be a first ballot Hall of Famer. I mean, that's your words carry a lot of weight. If you were to compliment somebody, that would mean a lot, regardless of where you said it, when you said it. When you watch Aaron Donald play, do you just like appreciate how he plays the game and approaches the game and shit like that? Absolutely. He he doesn't re- rely on talent, man. He has a, a boatload of talent, but remember, he was very undersized by, by the expert analysis and all that, but he's a technician. He, 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 everything, everything goes together. The, the technique, the fundamentals, the get off, the tenacity, the power, every, man, he makes everything in, in sync. And so what you get is a guy that gets double teamed the most in the NFL, yet has the most sacks in the NFL <laughs> two years in a row. So he's special, man. He, I saw a video of him before the Super Bowl, like literally talking to himself, like, like, come on, Aaron, come on, Aaron, make the big play, be the man that makes a big play. They had him mic'd up, and normally they don't show that. What was you? What were you like uh, before the games? Were you kind of a quiet, cerebral guy? Did you enjoy listening to music to get hyped up? Did whenever people talk to you, did that work, or were you just kind of like in your own world? Yeah, I was. I was the the, the quiet, the quiet type. The, I listen to my music, the Three Six Mafia, the Ti, and Jesus <laughs> type music, and uh, I did talk to myself just like Aaron Donald, like, "Hey, that's Robert, it's time to make a play. Let's make a play. You ain't make, you don't have a sack yet, so you suck. You garbage." <laughs> I, hey, I want to let you know, I used to talk to myself a lot, and it was almost one of the reasons why I didn't want to get mic'd up. I didn't want to get mic'd up because I was like, I don't want these people hearing me talking to myself like before a punt. Like, hey, don't fuck this up now, big ball. Don't be a little bitch. Like, let's. And I didn't want to. I didn't want to be mic'd up for that. And then I saw what Aaron Donald does. I'm like, oh shit, I should have been mic'd up back there. Just, I should. I feel like that's what we do. I guarantee it. They would have loved to have mic'd you up, man. <laughs> I've been asked numerous times. I feel like I was a pretty positive influence on the sideline during games. Is that an accurate assessment? Yeah, yeah. Almost to a distraction standpoint, man. <laughs> <laughs> I had to get away from you uh, during, during game time. Uh, there would be like a big pick or whatever, and the whole defense would, yeah. they do their entire celebration, everybody, right? And then they would sit down and it would kind of die down. And I didn't know. I thought it was the right time for me to come in because it kind of died. In. <laughs> and I would poke my head and be like, hey, hey, big fucking play there. And I just get like nasty looks from some people. I'm like, oh, I learned the room, Pat. I'm going to walk out. I'm a <laughs> That's on me, man. 100% on me. Hey, do you have any um, Do you have any cars that are worth a shit, man? You got any ponies in the garage? You got any good cars? Uh, man, 96 Impala, man. I had to circle the wagons to get me another one, man. So I have a 1970 Chevelle being worked on. But uh, that's that's about nice. it, man. My wife, she has the good stuff. Uh, she has a Porsche Panamera Woo! and a Range Rover. Yeah, man. Yeah. <laughs> I got an F-150 truck. How about that? Hey, nice. is that that Harley one? You had that Harley one. Is that the Harley don't? Not, not the Harley. Uh, you had a, he had a Harley Davidson truck. Wasn't it a Harley Davidson F-150? Is that what it was? Yes, it was. That thing was clean. It was like a black Harley uh-huh. Davidson edition mm-hmm. of the F-150. It was really nice. When I got the Mustang, the Shelby, 600 and some horses or whatever, you know? I went, oh, yeah, to throw that in. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
I want to say I walked into the locker room, you know, chest up a little bit higher, you know, you know, chest up a little bit higher. No big deal, guys. Got a Shelby outside if you want to go see it. <laughs> and uh, the, the Hellcat was coming. They came out like a month later or uh-huh. something like that. In the it was the, it was the first thing I heard from Robert that day. It was like, uh, yeah, wait till I get that Hellcat. And he just looked at me and I was like, I never been more scared in my life. Like I'm gonna shut her down. I'm gonna shut her down, Robert. You. You're one of these guys that if you were to walk into any place, I've said this on numerous occasions, you would scare the fuck out of most white people, but you're one of the <laughs> nicest people in the locker room I've ever encountered. Honestly. No, it's all good, man. Looks can be deceiving. I I'm a playful jokester type uh, a lot. Not, not, yeah, a lot. Yeah, a lot. But you're also like... I'll an kick a little, I'll kick, Yeah, but you were like an incredible teammate. I've a lot of people should not be talking to the punter like uh, as especially as a rookie. I was I hung out with Joseph Adai a bit and Clint Session a good amount. We enjoyed the vitamins. We enjoyed the vitamins (laughs) together. But uh, at Super Bowl week, you came over and talked to me, and you were like, you gave me like a compliment and then walked away. And I was like, what the fuck was that? The Vinatieri? Vinatieri was like, what? I was like, that was like the coolest thing that's ever happened to me in my entire life. Robert Mathers should not be talking to me the way he just did. You're like, you're a fucking good guy, man. Every NFL team wishes they had a Robert Mathis, and the Colts are lucky to have had you. Oh, man, I appreciate it, man. You was a great, a hell of a teammate. Consider your brother, man. Oh, that means a lot. If I ever get into some shit, I'm calling you immediately. <laughs> hey, you know, I, hey, I, I ride, man. <laughs> Show up in that Chevelle. <laughs> uh, hey, we, we have a little thing called The Room Wants to Know, where uh, the rest of the guys in here ask their question that they have for you. Do you mind if we do that right now? Yeah, let's do it. Okay, Tom McComas, uh, 21-year state police. <laughs> Don't hold that against him. <laughs> Stand-up comedian, not a bad guy. Todd, diehard Colts fan. Yeah, hey, Robert, big fan, like Pat said. You had a storied career, first battle Hall of Fame worthy, definitely. So what? when I think back on your career as a fan, and what's the one thing that you hope I take away from your time in the NFL? What's the thing you want to be remembered for the most? I played hard, man, <laughs> and tried to do it the right way, and I respected everyone. Nice. By the way, very accurate assessment. Mm-hmm. I, I don't think how, – uh, <laughs> whenever you came out of the um, – Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And, and I hated quarterbacks. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what was it? QB hater was on your goddamn softball thing every single year, or I hate QBs? <laughs> what is it? I hate QBs? Yeah. Yep. Yeah, what yeah a- I hate to, I change it up every year. <laughs> so he has this softball tournament every year that he raises money for uh, Indiana Wish or Wish Indiana. It's like Make a Wish for Indiana Kids. Yeah. It's an incredible thing. It's really Indiana. <laughs> Indiana what is it? Indiana Children's Wish Fund. Yeah, it's a it's a staple of our community. Really, yeah. to be honest, you've been doing it for so long. And I got kicked out the last time I went. I actually yelled at the umpire, got kicked out. He deserved it. He deserved it to fuck that guy. The, um, <laughs> I'm joking. It was a great exit, by the way. It's something I recommend to everybody that's in that softball game. But uh, you had this shirt that says, like, I hate QBs or whatever. And it was on a local news channel. And you were literally standing right next to Andrew Luck. And they were doing an interview with both of you. And I was like, I wonder if Andrew at all was like, well, this is weird. <laughs> Uh, next guy's name is Dix. He's an Italian. Robert, you had a strip sack basically 50% of the time that you got the quarterback. Did you have a single move or is this like a tomahawk chop or you just strictly go after the ball and just figure the quarterback wasn't going to be able to throw it without without the ball? What was your go-to move? 
Oh, it was always the secure the tackle and tomahawk. I used to watch Derek Thomas, the uh, uh-huh. Oklahoma City Chief, as a child. He was he was one of my idols, and he did that's that was his move. He gets he beats his guy, and he comes barreling down and, and separate quarterback from the ball, man. Literally fifty percent of the time is quite an impressive feat. Yeah. yeah. Wait, hold on. The strip sacks don't count, right? Yeah, and they're still not an official stat. I appreciate that plug. That was a good alley you. <laughs> I appreciate that. Well, I remember you saying something. I, I I don't know if it was you. I was I was eavesdropping in a community in a conversation that you were having. I think it might have been a maybe in the cafeteria or whatever. And that was what it was said basically. The strip sacks don't don't count. Like his sack number should be even mm-hmm. more than yeah. that's an absurd thing that the NFL doesn't do that. Yeah, it's it's unofficial unofficial because uh I that's more money they'd have to give up. But it's <laughs> Hey, that's like punters. Their um, their punts count from ten yards behind the line of scrimmage, where field goal yardage counts from where it's kicked. I mean, they try to screw over punters. Oh wow! Dude. Yeah, yeah. I don't like it either. <laughs> Never do that. Uh, next, really? You didn't know that? I did not. I did not. See, I'm happy. This is an informational show. <laughs> educational podcast. Yeah, we are. We're an yeah. educational yeah, show. Uh, next guy's name is Frank. <clears throat> He's uh, also an Italian. Uh, Robert, your hate for QBs is palpable. I can sense it and hear it through these headphones. I can feel it. Uh, who is maybe one or two number one QB all time that you hate that you can't stand? Gotta be besides. Brady. I, I think we all know the answer. <laughs> besides Brady. Oh, besides Brady. Oh, oh man. Uh, Tom Brady, man. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, uh, uh, I, I. I Oh, I like that answer. I like that answer a lot because it sounds like his teammates feel the same way. Yeah, just (laughs) just say. Well, I mean that's that's hey, that's personal to them. It's it's strictly business over here, buddy. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, how about him going out like media and like throwing his teammates under the bus in the media? Did you hear that? Have you heard any of that? Yeah, see, you don't see. Yeah, see, that's not that's not that's not gangster right there. You don't do that. I agree, man. If you want to call out, like, if you want to call out the refs, do that. You want to call out somebody else's team, do that. I don't think you should be going yeah. to, the, especially as a quarterback. I don't think you go out and publicly throw your own teammates under the bus. Personally, I don't think that's just. Yeah. I don't think it's cool. Well, they basically validated uh, AB. Yep. Antonio Brown kind of validates him. Yeah, it does. You're a lot of Pittsburgh people in the room. Uh, they're all in on the Roethlisberger trend. I think they're on the wrong yeah. track. Suck on that, my friend. Right. Uh, Gorman, Jeffrey Gorman. You remember Gorman? Yes, I do. Yes, I do. That's my man. Oh, okay. Hey, Very, hey, hey big, big, big scene right there. Okay, a couple, couple no things. Way. Couple things about Robert. <laughs> okay, speak only when spoken to. And cut him a wide berth. That's what I did for many years. Speak, <laughs> speak when spoken to and cut that man a wide berth. That was it. A, a wide berth? Wide berth. You just give him a lot of room, do it, let him do what he wants, and, oh. uh, you know. Oh, That's Jesus. Oh. There's no way anybody knew what that meant. <laughs> cut a wide berth. Jeff, uh, Jeff's a five-tool player here. I don't know if you knew that, Robert. Uh, all right, Robert. I got a uh, – Okay, NFL NFL career of all the plays that you've had, over thousands of plays that you've had, what percentage have you been held on by the opposition? <laughs> Great question. Nice. Oh, my God. Uh, 97%. <laughs> I'd hold you, They're too. holding some holding bastards. They're holding bastards. Um, hey, the, my favorite Robert Mathis play came from training camp. And they have one-on-ones, right? First day you put pads on, they have one-on-ones. And it's always DN versus tackle. 
And then they got a little pad up as the quarterback. The center gets to snap it. So poor Anthony Costanzo used to have to line up one-on-one out there on an island with Robert Mathis. First day of pads, too. So everybody's feeling good. They snap the ball on a stick or might be an actual snap. Robert takes like three steps up the field. Hit what you hit? A fake spin move. Fake spin move. Do you remember? Yeah, you fucking remember oh, for sure. It was the most. It was the most embarrassing thing oh, yeah. I've ever seen in my life. Fake spin move, <laughs> then turns back. Fake up thing, and Anthony like falls and then goes up and underneath him and just bats the bag. <laughs> and you see the entire all the D linemen go like nuts on thing, and all the offensive linemen just like go straight to their helmet. Like what the fuck's supposed to happen there? And I think Costanzo almost took his helmet and threw it. I think Costanzo almost threw his helmet. Unbelievable! You're such a freak athlete. Athlete. Such a freak athlete. I appreciate it. Uh, that was the, like the N one move that I really couldn't do in the game. <laughs> kind of it was a fake spin move, turn, jab up, up and underneath. It was the most insane thing I've ever seen. We used to just go watch because we didn't have much going on in practice at that time. We would just go watch like one on ones, and then we'd be like, "Is Robert going today?" They were like, uh, "No, like, all right, all right, we're out of here. We're gonna go. We're gonna go watch the wide receivers, I guess." Uh, is Reggie going? No. Uh, well, fuck. I guess we'll go to the fullbacks and linebackers. It was like me and Vinny just like showing up at the gate of like a theater. Uh, who's performing tonight? Is Robert performing? Oh, yeah, we'll stick around. That was awesome. Those are good old days. Uh, this next guy's name is Zito, dumbest human on earth. Can't wait to hear what comes out of his mouth. Oh, hey, Mr. Mathis. Uh, when you're coaching, do you ever like ever want to throw the pads on and do some drills with the boys? Oh, a lot. A lot, but uh, as the season progressed, it was like, nah, I'm okay because these youngsters they're they're hitting out here, so my time is up, and so I, I'm I'm okay watching them hit. So you've gotten past the itch of getting back into football? Yeah, it's just almost totally out of my system, but uh, playoff time is still it's still kind of. It still kind of lives in there. <laughs> it's, that, I think that is an accurate assessment for me as well. It was like watching a regular season. It was like, yeah, I don't really miss the whole grind every mm-hmm. single day for this. Well, and, <laughs> and then the playoffs happen. It's like, man, those were some electric moments. <laughs> some electric <laughs> moments. Uh, this next guy this next guy's diehard Patriot fan, Robert. Name's Connor. You can say whatever you need to say to him. <laughs> hey, uh, hey, Robert. Great, great to meet you. You're a really great guy. Uh, who, who's the toughest quarterback you had to run against? You know, you got the wheels. We, we've understood that. But who's the hardest to catch aside from Tom Brady? You think Tom Brady's the hardest to catch? <laughs> well, Impossible. Brady's not hard to catch. He just gets rid of the ball. <laughs> <laughs> he phrased it badly. <laughs> I say uh, Drew Brees, man. His pocket awareness is, is second to none, man. He gets rid of the football. Uh, and he just feels the feels the pressure. So I'd say him, Drew Brees. Huh. Hey, Kyler Murray drawing a lot of comparisons to Drew Brees, to Russell Wilson, to Baker Mayfield, to everybody, basically. You think he's going to be a good player in the league? Uh, he's a quarterback. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> about Bosa. I, I'd rather talk about Bosa. <laughs> yeah, you like Bosa? Good Italian guy. You know, his grandpa, I think, was a yeah, man. hit, hit uh, man. He was in the family. Uh, man, I, yeah, I don't see family. that. I see, I see pass rusher. You like Bosa a lot, huh? Yeah, I like Bosa. His <laughs> fucking thighs. So I, there's also a lot of other guys in, in this draft. It's a very deep, deep draft, man, as far as edge, edge and, and interior pass rusher. So I'm, I'm liking it, man. I'm, I'm liking it. 
Uh, okay, this next guy's name is Ty Schmidt. He's from Iowa. Hates damn near everything about life. Robert, who was uh, one of or the toughest tackle or offensive lineman you had to go against in your career? Oh, man. Uh, hands down, Walter Jones, man. Wow. Walter Jones. Mm-hmm. That's way yeah, he was, he was a bee in the half. So he was, it was, he's definitely the toughest. What was it? Because he got his hands on you fastest? Yeah, yeah, it's uh, he he make you think, and it takes the white to tell this story, and it's hilarious. But he would make you think you beat him around the edge, but he would straight put those big bear bear paws on his on your shoulder, and the next thing you know, he hit you right in the hip, and he stands you straight up. Mm. And that was the first time <laughs> that ever happened because <laughs> it was a different type of technique. So we were. We we trying to dip our shoulder, run the corner. He catches you, and usually he just, just kind of pops your back. <laughs> it was like, what the hell? But <laughs> you stopped in the place, man. Thinking about you and Dwight going back to the huddle, be like, this motherfucker just, hey, hey, this guy just, hey, did you see what he is? <laughs> That's hysterical. Well, Robert, we appreciate you, man. Gridiron Gang, how can people find it? How can people get behind it? What can we get doing here for it? Hey, proxathlete.com. We are up and running, and we are still under construction, but Grand Park, come on out. And we're going to officially launch it this week. So look out for it. Uh, all contact info is will be on deck. So look out for it because we're coming and we got next. Hey, that's right. awesome. I can't wait to watch it grow, watch the Empire build. I think we have to have a kicking camp of some sort uh, and let Gridiron Gang run yeah. that thing. We'll have a good time with it. Yeah, let's go punch, snap, and kick. Uh, Pat McAfee, uh, Adam Vinatieri, Justin Snow. Let's get it, man. The gang's all here. Let's go, baby. Hey, as long as there's music playing, I'm in. (laughs) Hey, you sent quite a hostile fucking tweet to me just a couple weeks ago. I had people asking me if Robert Mathis was going to beat me up. You know, hey man, I've been I've been trying to get in on this investment opportunity. (laughs) Uh, Was 2000 and 10, 11, whatever, whatever the hell you came in the league. And you would never let let me in on it, huh. man. So I think I owe you an ass kicking. <laughs> <laughs> so, hey, hey, you cost me a million dollars, man. <laughs> hey, I want to let you know the investment door is hotter than it's ever been, and we can get you in at the original rate. That is no problem at all, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. Hall of Famer, Gridiron Gang founder, great teammate, and just a great dude in general, ladies and gentlemen, Robert Mathis. Thank you, Robert. Appreciate it, man. Thanks, thanks, man. Hey, I'm trying to get that Monday Night Football gig, too. I think I'll make Mondays hilarious. Oh, my goodness, boy. That's, that'll be every- <laughs> Oh, that'll be awesome. <laughs> Must see TV. We'll see how it goes. Robert, thank you so much. Tell the family we said thanks for your time, too. <laughs> All right, man. Take care. See ya.